Welcome back to High Rant, where you would get to listen to the raw opinion of High TV's Hep International. There are things that go on in the industry day to day, week to week, that just have to be addressed. And why not we do it? Maybe once a week, maybe every other week. But either way, welcome to High Rants and enjoy the show. So I know you guys have tried gummies, right? CBD gummies. They're everywhere. They're probably the first way a lot of you guys have tried CBD because you're comfortable with gummies. And who doesn't want an excuse to take gummies if they think it's for their health? But if you're like me, you're not a fan of trying to take CBD into your body in a more health conscious way and have to deal with the fact you're eating so much sugar and processed corn syrup at the same time. It's kind of casting each other out. So you're always wanting for something to kind of fix your sweet tooth, had CBD, but wasn't so bad for you. And that's where tropical hemp chews come from. Patsy. Now let me tell you about Patsy. Listen, we're going we're gonna to talk about Patsy. You're going to have a seat. You know, we're going to pull up a coffee, have a nice conversation. No, it's going to be real quick. <laughs> I promise. Patsy has been making candy since 1903. That's a long time to make candies. I mean, how long, how long is your longest relationship? It definitely isn't 100 years, you know, and that's how long Patsy's been making candy. And so Patsy decides to combine the old with the new and now sell full spectrum hemp extract, tropical hemp chews. Common flavors like mango, guava. I mean, he doesn't want to taste some of the tropical sweetness with some CBD without any corn syrup or artificial flavors onto it. I mean, you can't beat that. So if you're a store owner, get it in your stores, sell it one by one. Your customers will love it. If you want to give customer appreciation, you can give this out to your constituents for free. They're CBD and they'll feel great after they take it. And in turn, they'll feel great about your company and their participation. And that probably make them come back for more probably for more chews and maybe not your product <laughs> no hopefully it's a it to come around for both so if you guys enjoyed that check them out on instagram at topical excuse me tropical hemp chews on instagram the website is also there as well you can check it out on our post slash story and again stay tuned and stay high back to the show All right, another episode of High Rant. Welcome to High Rant, where this segment, we kind of just give my rundown opinion on a certain topic in cannabis. Generally, with cannabis news now, we kind of run down the news topics. I do give my opinion on them, but I feel like these high rants are deep dives into certain aspects of the cannabis industry. So, with that being said, last year, we released an episode, two episodes, about hemp flour. You know, seeing hemp flour come on the scene, I knew it was something that could possibly be bigger in America, but I wanted to see if it would also be matching the level of intensity that was shown in Europe. Now, in Europe, you see CBD flower is much, much more popular for the simple reason that they don't have access to weed like we have here in America or quality of weed that we have here in America. So people much rather, you know, uh, smoke their CBD get the effects of it without, you know, having to go through a medical marijuana that literally just passed in the UK this year. So with that being said, CBD flower is a big thing in Europe. We're seeing traditional media, AKA the news that we would watch, you know, in the morning time with the anchors in Europe, talk about how CBD flower was so popular. You know, it wasn't even just being sold 
in smoke shops and head shops over there. It's being sold in nice places that sell nice things. And of course, I guess you put CBD flour in a nice package. It makes sense why you associate it with your other nice products. You know, I think it was Lord and Taylor that uh, decided to sell, or Lord and Taylor was a brand that Lord and Taylor decided to sell a certain type of CBD that matched their aesthetic of high quality products, which makes sense. I think it was like a chocolate bar or something like that, like one of those, uh, you know. You know, you go to like Macy's and they have these nice chocolate bars that don't look like a Snickers. They look like something with class. That's what the brand looks like. So it makes sense why they had it there. And so I wanted to see last year if the same level of popularity CBD flower had in Europe would have here. And I think it's starting to bubble. I think it's starting to grow. And I think CBD flower is starting to spread. You know, people are selling, uh, people are growing their hemp year on year in order to process it into CBD isolate in order to process it into CBD concentrate so that they can now ahead now go ahead and make the tinctures and make the gummies that were the highest sellers in the industry as you know in the 2018 or 2017 report on CBD sales tinctures were number one on the list of selling products go figure you know it's easy to use it has a lot of milligrams in there and it lasts you a long time so it makes a lot of sense and of course I'm sure the shops love to sell it because they sell it at a high markup but nonetheless, CBD flour is straight to the source. There's no processing. And these hemp farmers can now grow their crop to sell CBD flour. But here's the thing. In 2019, we're seeing the effects of multiple markets have an effect on each other. People who are in the Northwest, Oregon, Washington, decided to not continue to grow THC because I believe it was Oregon that gave out way too many licenses that caused way too many growers and not enough retailers to sell the stuff. So what happens when you have an oversupply and, and not equally high demand, you're gonna have a lower price. When there's high demand, low supply, it's a high price. So Oregon didn't follow the first rule of business and it caused the price of weed to go down tremendously. Like they were selling ounces, as we told you, for like $25. $25 ounces? What? For a almost full tank of gas i can get an ounce of weed that's ridiculous now apparently the weed wasn't too bad either they also grow quality weed not as good as la or california but they still grow quality weed so with that being said folks a lot of people in that area decided yo f this i'm not making the money the cost to run this operation is too expensive and the price of weed is is low low the price of weed was looking like hemp prices or even worse so they decided to jump into the hemp market because they can, one, grow the hemp and turn it into CBD by processing, selling to all these laboratories that buy it at large, large levels. So you're making your money at even greater amounts. And there are way more customers to buy, to buy your product than they had in their own areas, you know? Of course, because you're selling wholesale. And not only that, now these people who are trained for decades, have expertise, have been growing for a long time, decided to take those skills, transfer it into the hemp industry, and grow indoor hemp. Now, the indoor hemp, it's interesting because, like, you know, you can't really, no matter how good of a grower you are, no matter how green your green thumb is, you can't really affect genetics. And genetics is what causes the hemp flower, you know, not to have the same level of crystals that you may see a THC nugget may have not to have the level of aesthetics that you see the neck the nug showing you got to realize THC has been grown for so long and especially in just the recent two decades 20 years 
there's been a lot of work to improve the phenotypes that are expressed by these cannabis plants. And so it's just now in 2019 where I'm seeing brand new strains pop up like Blue Genius that kind of gives you a, a hybrid type of feeling. You know, it's very, very interesting to me to see how CBD flower is growing in America and the way it's growing. You see, down in or across the pond in, I hate when people say across the pond. I don't even know why I said that. But anyway, in Europe, in Europe, they have different laws. And I believe in Italy, you're allowed to have your CBD flower up to like 1%, but in other places you have to have your THC levels below even 0.2 or 0.1% THC. And let's think about it. If you have a nug, right? You have a gram, a dub. You have a dub, a gram of weed. What does that equate to? That's a thousand milligrams. It's one gram, right? So if you take a 26% nug, which is pretty good. I like a 26% nug uh, THC, but I like it more with 5% terpenes. You know what I'm talking about. But anyway, you get a 26% nug of weed. That equates to about 260 milligrams of THC in that product. Now, let's go to hemp. If hemp has 0.03 or 0.3% allowed, then it's only going to have around... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's only going to have around... Why can't I think right now? So it's only going to have around 30 milligrams of THC. So you're going to feel some of the effects in the product, but of course, you know, it's going to be very minimal. And the key thing about CBD and CBD flower, that is, it's not processed, it's straight to the source, and you feel relaxed. THC and CBD are allowed to get coupled together. Even though THC is in a small amount, you still get the entourage effect. You still get that medicinal effect that, you know, the product gives you. You know, CBD flower is something I think is a special product for those who may have anxiety, those people who may want to mix their CBD flower with their THC flower, like I told you in the first episode, and have a much more mellower high. You don't have to worry about, you know, paranoid thoughts or anxious thoughts, just feeling uneasy or too high. Because as you know, CBD is an agonist. And all that means is that CBD covers the receptors that the THC would stick to. And therefore, you're absorbing much less THC or much less THC in a short amount of time, right? It's probably extending the absorption process and not getting so high quickly. So it's a good idea to mix in some CBD, you know, in CBD flour into your mix. I mean, it smells like dank it tastes like dank it just makes you feel nice and relaxed you know it likes you feel nice and calm not stressed you know when you the more anxiety you have is the more stressed you're going to be and in the world we live in stress is on every corner we look in our phones at work at home our cars the maintenance light is on but then you ain't got it fixed yet you, you got to get it fixed so you're running on, on no time stress comes in many forms and anxiety is normally the source you know anxiety in life so why not have something like cbd as discussed last episode to help you out with your anxiety you know and so i i personally like cbd flower and i kind of did this high rant because i realized it was a year ago since i posted that cbd flower episode i think i had some like lemon haze hemp and i mix it in with some lemon kush or something like that. It was just citrus on citrus. And as you know, limonene is a terpene that helps out with anxiety. It calms you down, makes you feel nice, all right? It's a daytime terpene. So mixing those two together was a great idea, and I thought, you know what, that may be a use case for it in the future. So if you want CBD flour, you can either buy it by the nug in different places. Maybe we'll put up a link on one of these companies that we like for the CBD flour and also CBD pre-rolls. You know, uh, they're rolled normally in hemp, paper by raw but i want to see something different maybe like a hemp blunt you know something like a something different you know blunts are still cool but the good thing is it's not tobacco probably rolled in hemp oh that would be dope that would be super dope 
So yeah, man, CBD flower, in my opinion, helps with your anxiety, it relaxes you. And a new thing now is CBG. CBG is now coming out and is a compound that allows you know, the absorption of cannabinoids at a level that would in turn, you know, allegedly, because it's not scientifically proven yet, you know, cannabinoids are still being tested for their effects to be proven, peer-reviewed, and taken as fact. But story goes as follows. CBG, as you know, in a couple episodes ago, we explained CBG helps make the other cannabinoids, THC and CBD. Therefore, the idea is you take CBG flower now, you smoke it, you press it into rosin, you do whatever you want to do with it, or vape it, I'd much rather vape it, that's probably the best way to do it, right? You'll end up getting much more cannabinoids produced in your body naturally. Not getting THC or, or CBD as external cannabinoids, but it's theorized that CBG will also help with the production of internal cannabinoids. Regulate your sleep, regulate your mood, regulate your appetite, you already know the rest. So look out for CBG in 2020. I think that's the first cannabinoid that's going to take off, you know, next year. I think CBN will definitely be another market that's untapped. But you got to realize these, if they finally get the phenotype to express CBN or CBG more so than CBD, then I think they have a chance of definitely, you know, producing products like CBN to help you sleep and then CBG for overall homeostasis health. So... Future of CBD, I think CBD flower, or CBD flower in particular, the future, I think that will grow in popularity. I think more places will sell it. I think most smoke shops will begin to carry it because it's legal. You know, especially the story that the guy got in trouble with hemp flower by FedEx and the cops, and then they gave him back the weed and dropped the charges. That's gonna give a lot of confidence to people who wanna sell CBD but are very afraid. You know, when I was selling CBD flower, where I live here in Broward, yo, smoke shops were not happy with CBD flower. You know, they heard that other shops got raided, they got threatened to be closed down, all type of, you know, negative information. So now that we're seeing it, you know, of course, legalized by the hemp bill, and now that we're seeing more shops carry it, I'm thinking, man, I'm thinking CBD flower is going to be a, tap, a part of the market that has to be tapped into, something to definitely be looked at, looked at, because you already see how popular CBD is in other forms. You know, tincture, of course, is the number one seller, and uh, gummies are also number one seller. So, of course, CBD flower is definitely an option. So I'll say, if y'all was you, try to flower, try to blunt. Let me know how it feels. Get back to me. Enjoy, you know, the calmness, the stress reduction, the anxiety, disappearance. Enjoy that because that's what CBD flower does for me. And get back to us. I would love to hear from the listeners what you think about CBD flower. Yay or nay? Puff or pass? Uh, does Has it helped you when you used it? Does it not help? You know, what are the benefits? What are the drawbacks? I love to hear the opinions of the listeners because you guys know what you're talking about. You know, I realize I have an audience who not only understands cannabis, but really has an enthusiasm for cannabis. And I appreciate the listen and I appreciate you guys being a part of the high fan. So that being said, this is another episode of The High Rant. Not as emotional, not as crazy, not as loud, but more so just my calm, cool opinion on the subject of CBD flower. And I know you, some of you guys say I sound loud when I record. I mean, maybe I do sound loud. I got a deep voice, and when you have a deep voice and you talk very low, it's easy for your words to get muffled. So I learned early on, once you project your voice, it's much easier to understand what you're saying, especially when you enunciate. Because for some reason, I love to talk in cursive. Don't know what it is. But uh, anyway, enjoy the episode. Hope you uh, try some CBD flour. Got some light on it if you were considering it. And look out for a link I might post on Instagram soon enough. Because I think more people in the world should try CBD. Especially if you're stressed out and have anxiety. Stay tuned and stay hot, folks. ITV.
remember the good old days. We used to grow weed in the backyard. Weed was illegal. We even getting chased by, you know, some of them coppers, man. Some of them pigs was after us back in the day. But you know what, man? Man, things have changed, man. And it's it's amazing. It's right on, you know? Right on, man. Weed is legalized, bro. You know? I can smoke when I wanna. I have a couple plants in the backyard. You know, it's just it's just awesome, bro. Right on. I mean, but you know what's not right on, man? These taxes, bro. It's not cool. Like, California, what are you doing, man? 30% tax? <laughs> and you wonder why your sales are low. Bro, listen, man. Some taxes, I tell you. I think some of these politicians are smoking this stuff. <laughs> That's not right on. That's right off. Ha, 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 ha,